This episode of Squib Kicks is brought to you by MyCamp Solutions. For all your business payment processing needs, they have your payment solution. Over 25,000 clients worldwide, including World Series of Poker, Venetian Resorts, and right here at the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. That's MyCamp Solutions for all your payment processing needs. Go to MyCamp.com, M-I-Camp.com. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome back to Squib Kicks, a Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl podcast, a special edition of the show for episode 10 this week. We're coming to you from the Grand Hyatt Hotel in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. If you're from this part of the country, it's Nashville, not Nashville, Nashville, (laughs) Tennessee. Uh, Got our boots on. We are here for bowl season, which is an amazing conference where all the bowls in the United States get together. Uh, We do some... Great time, great learning, great conferences, hear some guest speakers, exchange ideas, and really just get to talk shop because we have such a unique industry. So very excited to be here, Ben. Yeah, I've never been to Nashville or Nashville, as you just said. But yeah, this is always a fun event. Um, It's a fun time to kind of uh, reflect on the past year, learn from other bowls, get some new ideas on maybe some ways that we might be able to make some tweaks, some improvements to what we do. And and network and and really it's a really uh, good group of people that are involved in this organization it's a lot of fun it is a lot of fun there's some uh fun events we do we'll go out to the wild horse saloon which is a three-story country line dancing bar um that all the bowls will be at for an 80s themed night um plus one of the cool things that we get to do and been a lot in your world at the arizona bowl is we get to see a lot of vendors who bring up the latest greatest in technology for not only sporting events but gift suites for our players. So um, we've seen some cool stuff. We're going to keep it under wraps, but we'll let you know what we decided on uh, as the bowl gets closer this year. Yeah, we get to take home some giveaways and some goodies, some samples, and uh, play around with that stuff and see what what makes sense for for the bowl 2023. Yeah, I think my favorites over the last few years, uh, both favorite and terrifying, the Ray-Ban sunglasses with the camera like built into the front of it was like, very cool technology, but like a little frightening because you're like, man, that's that just seems way too easy to record people, but very cool stuff. Uh, I think the hot item this year is that I don't even know the name of it. It's essentially a fanny pack, but uh, gentlemen wear it around their shoulders. Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know? Kind of like a male purse. It's from the yeah. Seinfeld days. It's it's European. Okay. It's yeah, European. Exactly. <laughs> uh, very popular item amongst the young people. So. Um, saw plenty of those this week um but it's just cool for us to get out of arizona a little bit see a little bit of the rest of the country and meet some of our colleagues uh we make great friends in your different kind of respective i in the media world for me um and sales and marketing for you and and myself both ben get to meet uh great people from the rose bowls from the cfp uh the conference commissioners from all the conferences are here in town uh, so really a great opportunity to ask some questions, learn some stuff, but also just take heart that you're not the only people in the country doing this all year. Yeah. And, you know, for, for us, especially for me with being relatively new or the uh, I'm looking forward to being able to participate in the conversation since we had a game this year, last year, it was kind of hard to kind of, you know, be involved in the the discussions on, on how your bowl went because we didn't have one. So this year we have a lot to share. We will catch our listeners up on the cool things we learned here in Nashville. Um, some of the fun things. Maybe if we get a clip of Ben line dancing, we'll post that. But uh, we'll see. We're going to have to. It's like one of those things where give us a thousand subscribers and we'll make Ben line dance for you. Um, notice I volunteered Ben for that night myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, great show today. Uh, we got a chance to sit down and record uh, some time with Erica Barnes, uh, one of the ADs over at the University of Arizona, who's had quite a trajectory from being a national champion herself uh, to an interim athletic director at one of the larger universities and certainly larger athletic departments in the country. Really great insight into name image likeness, 
uh, facilities and what it's like to kind of sit in the chair of an administrator as a woman in college sports. Learned a lot about all those things and also celebrated Erica being the newest member of our executive board, continuing a, a nice long tradition of having someone from the university involved with the bowl. Yeah, so you're not going to want to miss it. Erica Barnes, University of Arizona, coming up right after the music. Welcome back to Squib Kicks, a Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl podcast. Always great to be with you. I'm Eric Rhodes alongside my amazing co-host slash producer extraordinaire Ben Chulik. We get great guests here on the show. We're always thrilled to have uh, the folks take time out of their day. And today is a favorite of mine because we go back just a little bit. Um, Ms. Erica Barnes. Erica, welcome. Thank you for having me. Wow, one of your favorite? Is that what I heard you say? It is. I mean, I have to say that, right? Because before we get started, you know, full transparency, Eric and I probably met, I won't say the number of years ago, but it was it was a few now um, back both working at KVOA TV uh, before she started her illustrious career at Arizona Athletics. She was actually my intern. Um, So I claim all of your success having absolutely nothing to do with it, but uh, awesome to see where you've been. So uh, (laughs) Speaking of that, I'm going to rattle off your impressive resume here. You are currently the Executive Senior Associate Athletics Director for the University of Arizona Athletics Department, also serving department's SWA, area of expertise is fundraising, among everything. She wears like a billion hats, Um, oversees the Wildcat Club, the A Club, uh, Sports Administration Program, Cats Academics, Cats Student Athlete Development, um, was a heck of an athlete herself, Um, played for the legendary Coach Candrea, was on some championship teams. Uh, over at Hill and Brand, a lot of fun to watch. A little lefty slapper uh, back when she was Erica Hansen. But then she married U of A golf letter winner, Andy Barnes, um, and is next door neighbor with another U of A legend, Adia Barnes. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's just a lot of stuff to start no off re- with. No relation, lot. right? No relation. No relation. If we if we were in a photo together, you would, you no relation. <laughs> yeah. She's just a little taller than you. Not a lot. It's very sweet though. Some of our neighbors do walk by and say, are you, are you the like athletics administrator? Or are you the women's basketball coach? I said, Oh, we should stand side by side and let you guess. <laughs> do you ever just say, yes, that's me. Basketball coach right here. <laughs> well, thank you for that introduction. Wow. Eric, you must be doing this for a while now because um, no one, I think, has described it as well in 20 seconds as you. Lately. See, this is why you're a favorite. You're complimenting me right off the top. So <laughs> we'll just call that a show. It's great. Everybody heard it. We're good. <laughs> um, and then the the last note we have to mention, which is super exciting for us, you are our newest member of the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl board. So we are thrilled to have Erica and her expertise on there. You've been through a few board meetings now. What's it been like to to be in that Zoom room, if you will? It's a lot of fun. First of all, I'm just flattered that I was was asked. I think it's a it's a wonderful committee, and um, I was excited for the opportunity. And I like this group. I like to step out of U of A athletics and um, support the community. And so this one is, uh, I think, a, a perfect segue with with uh, my back background. And um, I think it's a a great um, connector for the university. I always remember hearing. Um, Burt Knurk talk about back in the Yield Copper Bowl days. And, and so uh, it is neat now to, to be a part of this really neat group that has the best interests of uh, our Southern Arizona community. And we obviously have a, a great relationship with the university. Our game is one of just a few that is on a college campus. Um, you know, we've had great representation from the beginning from James Francis. Stephen Moore was on our board. And now you are the newest, um, greatest representative of U of A. Can you talk a little bit about that relationship? Because it is unique in the athletics world for a university to have a direct relationship with a bowl game. Yeah, I love that it's on on our campus. I think it gives um, an opportunity for other regions in the country to come to Arizona. I think that time of year, it's a, it's a obviously very nice time to come to Arizona. Um, I remember talking to the athletic directors at Ohio University in Wyoming when they were here um, and talking about um, the hospitality the weather, um, so neat to see their fans come come out and enjoy 
uh, what Tucson has to offer. And so then it also get, lends themselves to an opportunity to see our campus. Um, so anytime that you have an opportunity for others to see it, whether it's not on social media or um, not because there is a, a relative or, or some connection or an alumni or a friend, but really for this reason, for this, this bowl that I think is so well put together and, and delivered and they put their first uh, best foot forward, I think is a, a, a great opportunity. Now you are surrounded by young people pretty much each and every day. Uh, and I'm sure in some meetings where not young people act like young people. So that's always got to be fun. Uh, when you what? first heard of Barstool uh, coming, uh, you know, you're, you're young for your age and your position and you do a tremendous job. But you were probably more familiar with Barstool than some of the others in the department. Did you have to do a little explaining? Oh, yeah. So you're just going to put this one, this question right in there, huh? Right, right. Kind of <laughs> on the early side. No. Throwing it in, <laughs> you know, not shy. You know, what's interesting is now that I've been here, gosh, almost 17 years. Um, and then I compare it from when I was here um, to then to to then my experience working with our athletes up until about even seven, eight years ago, a decade ago, they, they didn't follow the media that much. The print um, that they, they saw maybe the, the, the local broadcasts, you know, at, at, in the evening. Um, but they didn't follow it as much as, you know, you heard about these forums, this board or chats, chat rooms. And, but now everything is, um, so in front of them because it's right there on their phone. And so, um, comments that, that, um, you know, fans may make and they tag them, you know, they're, they're, they're dealing with a whole different, uh, perspective than again, just in terms of the generation right before that. Um, I think they could kind of live more in their kind of their own, just their local community campus community. And, um, so anyways, I, I, I do think, uh, it, there wasn't a lot of explanation, except I think they actually have, um, a better perspective than maybe some adults do on, on the um, representation and and so the support of a of a title sponsor, you know, such as that. And um, I love what you all did um, in bringing the the CEO, who's a a, a woman, um, a female. I thought that was a a, a nice perspective. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so I think that was. You know, I think there wasn't a, um, had to be a whole lot of conversation with our student athletes. Wow. That's an excellent administrator answer, man. It's like, you've been <laughs> doing this for just a minute or two, um, which is going to segue a little bit to, you know, I got to be around you guys when you were a student athlete and back in the days where the media didn't exist. I'm going to ask you to, to dig in a little bit here. What do you think you would have done if that kind of media existed now in NIL? What would Erica then Hanson have gone after from an NIL perspective as a student athlete? I think women, um, female athletes, I, I think have a really great opportunity from a social media perspective. Uh, I, I think they're, they're, I wouldn't say me. Okay. I'm not, I wasn't talking about me personally. I'm talking about, I'm going to think about some of my, my teammates here, but um, some of the way, our softball team, and again, credit to Coach Candre and the, the type of athletes he recruited, they're always really good ambassadors of Arizona athletics and themselves and their families. And so I think, um, and, and people reference that. They talk about our, our luncheons, and that's when they first met us, or season ticket holders that um, stayed and we signed autographs with their, with their kids, which I'm seeing now in the lens as a, as a, as a mother and seeing how important that, that connection is when you're at Hillenbrand Stadium, you're at High Corbett, or uh, we're at Arizona stadium. It's important. And so I, I think the opportunity for some of our female student athletes in terms of local um, products, product placement, I think there would be good representation that they know that um, there's reduced risk. I think with, with some of our, our athletes and, and how they're putting things out there. What's amazing to me is we, we, we send screenshots around a big group text on my former teammates and I, Jenny Finch and Tony Mascarenas and Linnea and Lovey. And um, we, we find these old pictures and we, we just laugh. And it was like the one picture everybody has because it was everyone had the um, Kodak that you developed and like someone's eyes might be closed. 
Now they can take 24 pictures of the same shot, making sure everybody's eyes are open, making sure everybody looks good. Right. So there's just like, there's just a difference in um, the creative content that, that you can do. And um, credit to Kenzie Fowler, one of our former uh, softball players that works in on our staff now um, doing video and social media content and seeing that content creation, that would be a great question for her because I think um, to kind of see what you can do now um, with some HD cameras, videos, and you're really capturing the intimacy of maybe in a dugout or on a normal practice day. Um, I don't know if you just saw yesterday, our, our, some of our Arizona football players were out at softball practice and it was a lot of fun. And just being able to capture um, the personalities of our student athletes right now, it's just, I think, um, really exciting. Now, women's has, women's athletics has rightfully so exploded onto the scene. You know, Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese just led it in a massive momentum. I was hooked on the women's basketball tournament. Uh, you know, even though unfortunately Arizona didn't progress as far as we'd hoped, it was really fun to watch. And you have these women now who everybody knows their name. Um, your teams were sort of the forefront of that. There wasn't a ton of coverage of women's athletics until that Arizona kind of regime came around. And I remember back in the day doing an interview with you and a couple of your teammates where you guys knew then as young women how important it was for you guys to carry yourself like that. How much did that benefit you getting ready for your career now? I think it really helped me when I was on the NCAA softball selection committee for the last four years and be able to have that uh, historical perspective. Um, I went right after we won the national championship in 2001, I went and interned at the, the national news desk at Fox in, in Los Angeles. I remember talking to them about um, that, their staff about the statistics that, that, that are, that, that college world series had and um, being able to hone in on the cool stories of, of we were, um, we were 64 and three, I think, I think that was our record. 65 and four, 65 and four. And Jenny Finch was 32 and zero. and seeing from the, from day one to, to the last um, game, the championship game with her and, and seeing kind of how that all the cameras were on her and, and the team was really pretty amazing. And from there, I think ESPN um, has done a wonderful job of, of covering it. They've now have, we've extended it and we approved that last year on the committee an additional day. So we're there for a total of nine or 10 days um, with some off days to make sure there's some wellness, but the amount of cameras, the amount of crew, um, talent, staffing, pre and post game shows and what they're doing now is just unbelievable for the sport. And um, it's a, it's a sport that's really been fun to see grow. And, and to your point, I never, never imagined it. And I it was right on the, on the cusp in, in 2001. Now, you mentioned the softball selection committee. How cool that you've served for four years. Do you ever pinch yourself just sitting in that room or on those calls kind of going, man, I, I went from my life in Southern California to, you know, Tucson, Arizona, and now I'm here selecting something that's going to last. You know, we're talking about your experience as a student athlete a few years later, um, that you have an impact on these young women and get to carry that on. It was really pretty special. First of all, it was really intense. I mean, that was an intense experience. Um, when I first was um, selected, I was I was more excited and kind of listening and, um, you know, taking it all in the first year. And by by the fourth year, you know, I felt really comfortable in, in working with some of the Western region reps that would roll that were going to be representing this year as I rolled off. And um, again, that TV broadcast that's playing such a role too of, of viewership and opportunity to watch watch games and live stream. Um, so there's a lot of tools and resources that the NCA provides. Um, but kind of out of that is one of the things that as the, that also made me the PAC 12 head softball coaches liaison. And so working with the PAC 12, um, I talked to them about, we really kind of did an analysis and pros and cons on the PAC 12 tournament and the conference tournament, having a conference tournament and our conferences never have one had one. And so to see it's the interesting, uh, looking at the statistics of your RPI and strength of schedule and, 
okay, if you add a conference tournament that starts you at week five versus week six, and so instead of doing more non-conference games, that whole strategy there um, to try to try to help our conference um, be better is is kind of what came out of it that I didn't realize I was going to get, and so that was a, a a nice thing. And as you're watching right now, Utah's having a great year, Stanford's having a great year, um, because it's just important that the conference as a whole is strong. Well, the Pac-12 is is dominant and has been for many years, so I'm sure it's important for you to carry that torch on. Um, now you for, you sit in a big for as chair. As long as there. it is what it is right now, right for the next yeah, <laughs> exactly. As you know, I I tell often to my children, like you know, there's the new normal. I'm like, hey, it's it's just right now because there is no normal anymore. It is right. different. It's changing, especially in your world, which leads me to my next question. You know, you have served as interim athletic director. For the University of Arizona, you're currently number two. If we had to put numbers on it, um, is your yeah. goal to to move <laughs> on to be an athletic director, to be an AD, or what's what's the goal for you? That is a great question. Um, since that time, um, the industry has has changed greatly in just these five short years. Um, I've had a lot of conversations with Dave Hickey about that from the time that um, he joined to what, what, where we are today and not to, um, I probably will ex- exclude something, um, but it's from, obviously we had COVID, but first um, we had the, for the first time in history, the FBI was involved in, in, in NCAA college basketball, right? Um, so we had that and then um, made some coaching changes conference realignment, deregulation of NCA, um, some of the deregulation that we had in terms of like what we can provide in terms of meals and snacks and um, making sure we have enough psychologists um, and then the transfer portal. Um, and then of course the COVID and the super seniors and the additional year of eligibility. I mean, just a traditional four year um, <laughs> true starting from a true freshman to a true senior and graduating is now um, becoming less and less of the, of the norm, as you say, the new normal. And then you put in name image likeness and all those things combined. uh, I quickly, you you quickly, I don't want to be the old person in the room, but you compare to what it was like when I was playing. And that wasn't very long ago. It feels like. Um, So it's been interesting because we're talking about now of, okay, is it less bricks and mortar and the next capital campaigns about, facilities um, is important to just focus there on our fan amenities less and making sure that our student athletes have the support services and um, name image likeness opportunities instead. So it's a, it's a different, that's my long-winded answer to tell you as, as of this moment, um, I'm excited to be at Arizona. Um, I don't know what it, what um, conference realignment and where some of these things, the pendulum may swing back. But at this moment, I kind of want to see this ride of how we're going to monitor. And you mentioned me being the um, head of development, that development um, fundraising combination with name image likeness too, and and um, the interpretation seem to change kind of weekly with NIL when it comes to with the NCAA. So right now, I'm kind of excited about the next few years and seeing where we're going um, before I want to make a jump from my alma mater. Uh, to leave here. Um, it's my alma mater. It's my husband's alma mater. It's my brother-in-law's alma mater. It's, um, we're pretty invested in, in the U of A. And so what I know I have going for me in this role is my passion for this place. And so I wouldn't um, leave unless it was an opportunity that I thought was um, worth leaving that for. That's a great answer. I mean, that's going to be our little clip right there. We're just going <laughs> to, you know, that's the one that sticks out in the newspaper column. Not that anybody ever reads a newspaper anymore. Um, you mentioned something and I'm not going to put you on the spot. I promise but about conference realignment. I'm going to ask you maybe a different question than you've been asked. Yeah. Is it really funny to sometimes just sit back and read all the rumors that are just completely so far ridiculous, but people are like, it goes off in the Twitter verse of, you know, for days and you can just sit in your chair and go, what, that, what, where, why? (laughs) 
Yeah, they could take a line from this podcast, right? And then and then just make it a soundbite and then put it out there and suddenly it's it's some interpretation that someone's gonna say that that I've got some insight information to the pact future of the Pac-12, right? So um it is Dave, I'll I'll steal his line. It's like you 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 put um enough theories out there that one's gonna stick and you're gonna sound like the genius, right? If you put seven or eight out, <laughs> one of them's gonna gonna stick um what i do think though uh you'd ask me not to respond but you know right now the 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 10 teams are are um are are sticking together and we're gonna see what happens and just let all that noise shake out let everybody talk about it daily um because different quotes different days are taken i think rick george at colorado the AD there is the latest of having to explain this week. <laughs> Who's it going to be next week? You know, so um, Commissioner Kleokoff has been doing a, a good job, and uh, we have Pac-12 Council meetings um, here in early May, and you know, hopefully, we'll have some sort of update for for now. We're for we're we're doing what we're doing, and we're going to try to beat UCLA this weekend in softball. <laughs> yeah, what a what a great series that is. It it all kind of reminds me of my last kind of a hurrah in the media was when Alonzo Trier had been, in my opinion, this is not fact, my opinion, wrongfully suspended for a few games for, you know, an over-the-counter medication that he had taken or something like that. And somebody put out on social media that before one of the home games, he was wearing his game shoes and it just took off. I mean, it went <laughs> crazy. Like all this stuff, Trier's playing tonight, Trier's playing tonight. Like it's going to be, and he didn't, he didn't play for a week or two after that. But it was just so funny to watch. I was sitting right next to Tom Duddleston, and we were just kind of watching this whole thing go of somebody had said he's wearing game shoes. I'm like, the kid, worked, he's at Arizona. They have every Nike possibly known to mankind. Um, but, I mean, it's got to be funny from your standpoint if you and Dave happen to be you know, in another city and walk into a meeting where another person in your industry is, all of a sudden it fuels this rumors of, Oh, Erica Barnes is leaving or Dave, you know, the PAC 12 is now going to become the PAC 36, you know, uh, it's just gotta be sometimes entertaining. Do you ever want to mess with people? Yeah, we definitely talked about messing with people at the NCAA <laughs> convention. It's too easy too. if you just, if you put the right three people standing together talking or put them in a corner for coffee, it's like, Oh, Oh, this is, this is what's, what's happening. Right. That's great. Yeah. Just jump on the elevator at once and just like see who it opens to and just <laughs> let their ghost on fly from there. Yeah. But, it's uh, fun to watch. So, you know, credit to Dave Higgy's good at kind of um, not responding and slowing the, slowing that train down of, of, of and, but there's some that can't help them, you know, people get, can't help themselves and, and respond. Um, you just got to kind of let it, just let it fly and let it, let it, let it see how it plays out. And um, I like that new, some people put up like um, this, this tweet failed quickly or what's some of those lines that people still try to quote tweet, like something that someone wrote about a week or a month before that. Oh, it's amazing. Like I, just seeing the Colorado AD respond to a tweet yesterday. I'm like, I get it. At some point you got to get so frustrated just to be like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you it's got to be exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or you I mean, see once in a while some people just quit twitter right they just they're oh, like yeah. uh, i'm closing my account for a while <laughs> yeah i mean because you know and as as a as a former journalist in life it drives me absolutely batty that some of these people are considered sources or journalists i'm like you're not a journalist you watched football for a couple seasons and now you write for something you made up and you call it a you know that your confirmed sources inside mikhail I'm like, I remember Cedric. Yeah. Cedric Dempsey was here a couple years ago. Uh, and he, he gives his time. Um, always. It was when we were dedicating the Dick Tomey fields. And, um, so our former associate AD of life skills, Becky Bell, um, asked him to speak to our student athlete group and development group and staff. And, and we were talking about what are the, you know, some of the challenges being an athletics director. And he said, you know, as I look back, you know, there's those days that you couldn't sleep that night wondering what the paper was going to say the next day. And we're like, the the three papers, you were worried about the three papers they're going to say the next day. Now you've got <laughs> a whole bunch of thumbs, like in, oh instantly gosh. putting their thoughts and just immediately in real time during the game, halftime, post game, right? Or at least I was like, oh, how, there should be some like 12 hour delay right? Right. Of, a, 
when if it's a sporting event or a live event tweet, like, um, I, I think that is something about that, the, the journalism of those newspaper reporters, it was going to be, they had that time and thoughtfulness of, of writing an article. Yeah, it's, it's funny, Ben and another colleague of mine at the bowl yesterday, we were all having our what makes me an old man thing like our colleague said, I make old man noises when I get up and I sit down now. Like one of my old man things is that, was, that wasn't me for the record. No, that wasn't Ben. It was, it was the other colleague. Ben is spry, chipper, young thing. Yes, thank um, you. But uh, one of my old man cranky things is I, in fact, tweeted about it because it just drove me nuts. Is you know Arizona basketball. I'm a Tucson native, so I'm unabashedly a big U of A fan. Um, people just went off after we lost to Princeton, and just went off. And I finally had like tweeted like my own little soapbox rant, going, "It's ridiculous to me." that people are complaining about a 30 win season, a conference championship, you know, a top three, top five wins, two in McHale. Like what other program has this like once every 10 years. And we're complaining that it's like, Oh, get rid of Tommy Lloyd. Or, you know, even like, you know, Caitlin Lowe, who is, it's not necessarily Arizona softball products we're used to seeing this year, but they were in Oklahoma city last year in her first year. Like there's so many programs who've never been. And also right. like, like what's wrong with Arizona. It just tries me. That's my old man rant. So thank you everybody for listening. Well, I, lo- <laughs> You know, now that you said that I saw that and, and we appreciate people like you, Eric, that are just like, it's, Hey, let's, let's have a little perspective here. Here are the facts. The facts are the 30 wins and, and I mean, how well our team played and, and yeah, to and to your point about going going to the College World Series last year um, for softball was so much fun for for that reason. I saw I saw the relief of the the, the team um, and the coaching staff. And you know, you get to a point, you know, as Candre would always say, you have a target on your back. You know, there's some some teams there that are celebrating just to be there for the first or second time. And here, it's like they they felt like there was a little bit of that relief, right. That they, they made it as Arizona. So it's an interesting, you put this, make the standards higher for our, our fans, right? Yeah. That's the goal. Right. I mean, it's, it, it's just different. That's my old man rant. And I, you know, like I tell my own sons, like pick someone like them, go follow them, follow them. Like, it's just fun to watch. Like I was fortunate to go to Oklahoma city a couple of times with Arizona. It is such a fun trip and the environment there. You got a ton of TV time, by the way um like, <laughs> yeah it was all like because you and the other alumni were there alumnus alumni whatever the right way to say yeah it. your 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 team from back in the day was all there supporting the ladies of today and it was just really cool to see because whenever the camera would pan your way like you could see if it was mid pitch or mid play like you guys weren't like joking and laughing around you were like focused you were locked in you were ready yeah. to go like okay what's she gonna throw or here's what we need to do <laughs> it's, you almost it's forget because you're in the stands and it's out of your control like how you had control on the field you know because you like want you want the ball you watch yeah you're watching every pitch you're seeing what they're doing and now you're like oh i get why parents are so nervous now <laughs> <laughs> you, you know you're sitting there like what you and i don't know how i literally don't know how coach candrea does it because now i um i i sit with him at some of our games and so for the first time he's he's sitting in the stands and and not in the dugout and um so it's fascinating to kind of see him the way he kind of fidgets and things he says under his breath and um it's pretty comical (laughs) every time i'm at hill and brand i always look over to see if if, when he's standing he's just at at some point going to slip into his hands on his knees looking towards the plate like he was coaching third again I feel like it's coming any minute. He hasn't done it yet, but um, many years of seeing that. that he'll do. He'll do like a little shout. Thank you. Like, Here we go. Come on, scoop. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I guarantee you, every young lady in that field hears it. I guarantee you, every every alumni in the stands like sits up a little bit. Oh, okay. All right, let's go. Let's go time. Um, you know, like so. Coach Kendra is a proud papa of that program. You're definitely a proud mama of not only your wonderful children, but like Arizona athletics as a whole, there's some really exciting things that are going on. Speaking of, you know, we, there's a big weekend coming up. Let's talk a little bit about football. You know, there's excitement around the football program and some of the players are bringing in, you know, I went to practice a week or so ago and I was like, man, there are some athletic looking, (laughs) there's some dudes out here, which was really fun to see. Um, So like, what's the excitement around the program right now? 
it's it's really exciting. Coach Jed Fish had just brought a whole different type of energy, and I think his game plan um, on and off the field has been great. Obviously, they're um, hitting the recruiting trail hard and looking for a certain type of athletes, but also kind of on the external side too, and the fan engagement, and you know, bringing Dwayne Aquino back, and you know, having um, Chuck and Ricky on the roster, and having an alumni weekend like this where. Chris McAllister and Antoine are coming and Rob and Chris are coming. And um, it's, it's really neat to, to have that energy. Um, we have, you know, thousands of fans coming to the, going to make it a lot of fun. We've got a, a long night ahead of us with scheme and eat. We're going to have our current players sitting with um, some of our, our former players um, that, to kind of sit kind of within their positions and they can talk to alumni. And um, I just think a lot of the things that they're doing is great. My, my son plays in, and my, actually my both son and daughter play in our next level sports that Brandon Sanders and Cinder stepped to lead, but our current players um, are the coaches and it's flag football on Sundays and they get to play um, in the Davis sports center, the Arizona stadium. And now those, those players are these these kids heroes um and it's such a again another another angle another great place to showcase our wonderful student athletes um when last time rob gronkowski was here um and i introduced him to my son blake and they took a picture and then later my son said well dad is, or mom is <laughs> is your friend rob as good as ken burnett coach key. I mean, <laughs> Keen Burnett was his five football coach and he thinks he's the greatest player in the world. Right. Well, what did you answer? Are you one of those parents who tells your kids like the absolute truth or is it like, Oh yeah, Cam's the best. Well, I'm sure he's I, fantastic. He may not be Gronk. I, I told him that Rob has had a few more years of experience than coach key <laughs> that coach key just started. He may have the ability to be just as good but rob is one of the the best to play so man your job has made you a great parent as well you have those like nice spin <laughs> answers <laughs> it's like you're just so ready for anything i love it um it's, so you no, mentioned it's, really, it's, it's exciting again kudos to, to coach fish and um what we're doing for this weekend it's it's stresses me out a little bit that our three game series with ucla softball is <laughs> i'm overlapping I'm going to go back and forth um, all time between um, tonight's events and, and tomorrow. So it's softball games at one. And then we've got some pregame stuff for the scrimmage. And then the scrimmage is at three 30. Um, and there's a, then there's an autograph session afterwards. So it's just, a, it makes it for a, a long day. And not to mention my daughter has a um, double header starting at nine in the morning, tomorrow morning too, uh, just to throw that in. <laughs> are you a, are you a, what kind of softball mom are you? Are you just sit back and let it go? You know, I was a big soccer guy. So when my sons play soccer, I literally would sit down at the end. So I wouldn't talk and like, just let them do their thing. Are you uh, like, Hey, I won't say your daughter's name in case you want to keep her private, but like, look out for this stuff. <laughs> no. Um, so I try to help both um, because I have one, one son and one daughter. I want to be sure that I'm helping both and I don't want to look, um, baseball or baseball or softball differently I feel like that's something that my dad always um taught me he was a former PE teacher and coach and and we were just kids we weren't boys or girls and um and he had he had two daughters and so I make sure that I go out to my so my son had a game last night and so I was out I was out helping as an assistant coach um just like I do with my daughter and, and softball because I just kind of want that same and I want to show them too that the game is the same and then the fundamentals the rules of the game uh, very similar um, all your mechanics and um, your swing and your throwing and catching and you know are all uh, very similar so I think that's the part that's important to me and I'm um, then depending on um, I let the head coaches take the lead of wanting my help um some of them depending on it might be a little bit more of an organized team or some it might just be dads volunteering and so like to take the lead because i can't have a consistent commitment uh with my crazy job and neither can my husband with um he's on the road right now for for three weeks uh he caddies on the pga tour so we just really are dive we dive in and we're focused when we're when we're there love that 
going to tell back to something you said. You mentioned that your kids get to play in the Davis Center. The athletic department has done a tremendous job over the last decade or so with new facilities, uh, renovating different things at all. You know, the pandemic threw a little bit of a wrench in the the future innovation plans, but what's coming down the pipe? Give some folks maybe a, an inside look of some of the things that might be coming to a, a campus near you. Wow, thanks. You know, we've done a lot um, really Sometimes I think we move so fast that I'm actually putting something together uh, for some of our coaches. It, really, in the last decade, decade plus, we've we've done a lot of f- facilities upgrades, um, new facilities or or remodels. Um, so, uh, what's coming up is right now we're kind of finishing up um, the golf project at Tucson Country Club. So, for the first time ever, even though both both programs have had national championships, they've never really had a true home they've used all the wonderful courses uh, around tucson but um we now will have a home out at tucson country club we're breaking ground here now um it will be done sometime in about a year but we're finishing up the the fundraising for that we have about two and a half million dollars to go we've had some generous donors um step up to really get us across that line to to put shovels in the ground which is wonderful um we also are looking at you know, our areas of women's soccer and track and field out at Rincon Vista, that's also a, you know, an offsite campus, satellite campus that as we're growing, we just are really acknowledging we're growing. I mean, back when I was here in the Jim Livingan days, we love to always talk about the McHale family. And we have um, done a lot of facilities upgrades here, but the move to High Corbett, for example, um, was one that we was the right thing to do for student athletes, for our programs, for our fans, even when it comes to parking. Um, so we're trying to be strategic on, on that. Um, and then we've got, um, you know, with name and image likeness here, we are trying to strategize. The university is going to launch the fuel wonder campaign here this fall. And so we are a, a part of that. Um, so in terms of the big ticket, if there's a big anchor facility, we're not ready to, to determine that right now. We're just kind of reviewing um, what we, what that could be. Cause like, like I mentioned, like it, it looks a little bit different now. Um, and what we always try to do when we do, um, facilities projects is, is looking at what, what's best for the student athlete amenities and then what's best for our fans and where are we going to have a return on investment and what we've done with the Arizona Sands club and club core and the Dunlop club, um, is great. I was touring, um, our skybox suites late yesterday. Um, um, someone's going to secure it, one of our skyboxes for the season. And they were hosting a retirement event up there. Um, and so I love they're having a party there. And so now they're choosing, you know, a place in Arizona stadium to, to, to have a party and a celebration. Um, so I think we've done, and we've had some good, we have some um, good partners like that. Um, and I'm excited about the future here. Whole Sands club, the, the whole Sands club thing is, something that I, I think back on I, I when I'm up there and I kind of visualize what it used to look like. And it's what, it's definitely one of those things where like, why didn't I think of that? Like, why, what, what, what a brilliant idea to use, utilize this space that was pretty much sitting empty for, for most of the calendar year. Yeah. They're, and they're, they're, they're great partners. They're great people. It's fun to, we don't have to get in our car and walk around and or, or drive around and say, where should we meet for, you know, quick coffee or quick bite or we have, there's lunch meetings. There's also a, there's a private room and then there's a um, little conference room. And so multi-use men's basketball did their selection show there last year and women's basketball did their selection show there this year. So yeah, it's a great way to utilize our space. Yeah, I'll give uh, another plug. Ben uh, leads our Blue Blazers committee and we've done a number of our meetings both in Sands and in the Skybox Suites meeting area. Uh, and Dunlap for that matter. And my football season tickets are in the Dunlap area. And it's really fun. Great, great, great atmosphere. Um, you know, a lot of good food and drink there. And it's, um, you know, anybody I bring with me always likes the the restroom is nice and easy to get to right there. <laughs> <laughs> a little shade in case we have a day game. But, uh, you know, you talked we about, did, sorry, we, sorry, we did that Zona Zoo side a few years ago. We, we upgraded the, the Lower East Side, the student section. Again, I think that was great timing before, um, coach fish and team came because now they've got a place to duck away they've got nice bathrooms concessions breezeways um and if you're 21 you can also buy a beer 
not that not that any of the young people are looking forward to that. That's definitely <laughs> not what's driving that. Um, you mentioned, and we won't go too deep into this, but you guys were one of the early leaders in embracing name image likeness and kind of making sure that was a big part of Arizona athletics and your student athletes success, if you will, on more than just field courts, beach, whatever it might be. Thank you. We have a program called Arizona Edge Marketplace, and that was really a platform for our student athletes to be able to register in. And then any business, local community, national national business can can um, log on and uh, make a request of what they want to do from an NIL uh, deal agreement. And it's approved by compliance and, and, and we go. But now you hear about the more robust um, NIL collectives. Um, we have a partnership with friends of Wilma and Wilbur, which is uh, the parent company's Blueprint Sports. Um, so again, they're going to be doing some of the post-game events um, after our scrimmage um, this weekend. And so we've, I think we've um, stayed on top of it. We've also are slow and steady. Um, I don't think doing something too too quickly, too fast, because it is um, uncharted waters um, is the right pace. So I think we're 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 treading nicely um, right now. We're working with Learfield IMG has created a position. Our our multimedia partners um, they're going to have a position built in house, and they're doing interviews right now for that role. Um, and so I think that's another angle that'd be nice that some of our current uh, partners or new partners can come in and put a student athlete NIL agreement together along with their corporate sponsor package. And um, they already have use of our marks and, and those things that um, I think that's another exciting thing that um, only five or six other programs in the country are, are doing that. So um, well, again, we're on the early end of that, that I'm excited to have like another, another resource, right. Um, to, to help our student athletes. That's awesome. Uh, we are going to let we wrap up here. A few things to mention. Um, Erica and their team do an amazing job. So if you're in the Arizona area, not just Tucson, Arizona area, come down to Tucson, check it out, check out football. Um, you know, there's softball happening now. There's baseball happening now. There's track and field. There's just always something going on that's really fun to watch. I'm going to throw in one pitch that the Arizona Bowl just put took part in yesterday. Um Jed finishes and his wife Amber purchased 10 season tickets for youth programs here in the community for just $800 and encouraged people to do the same. Um, the Arizona Bowl jumped in yesterday. We bought our 10 tickets for the community um, to go out. It's an easy thing for you guys to do. It sends kids here in the Tucson, Southern Arizona area to watch football, to mention, like Erica said, with her kids and my kids and Ben's kids, to find someone to latch on to. Uh, really enjoy football and get a chance to get out and enjoy the the beautiful Arizona weather that we have. Um, Pac-12 softball championships coming to Tucson, to the Rita. Um, it, there's a lot going on. So Erica, thank you so much for everything you're doing. And thanks very much for your time today. Thank you for your support. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. This has we'll been Squid it. Kicks. Oh, sorry. I'm cutting oh, off. I was just going to say, we'll see Erica at the uh, at our bowl retreat coming up here with our board here pretty soon yeah she's gonna be a rookie we might have to do some board uh <laughs> you know welcome to the board stuff uh <laughs> on that it. note let's do it oh yeah she, okay that's on tape so we have it on that <laughs> note you have been listening to squib kicks that's why it's called squib kicks it's just going anywhere and everywhere this is a barstool sports arizona bowl podcast we'll see you after the break Ben, I'm running out of things to say. I say it every time, but it's just so much fun getting to talk to our guests. I mean, I've known Erica for a long time. You have as well. Um, awesome to see where she's going and where she's been already. But uh, it, it makes you confident that college athletics is in good hands with people like her. Well, you can definitely hear the passion that she has for her alma mater. And I think that's, you know, that that that's awesome to have someone in that place of, of, you know, as an administrator for the athletic department, the really, you know, that that's, she cares so much about the, the university, the athletic department, the student athletes, and you can, you know, you really see it come through. Yeah. So uh, great to hear from other stuff. Like we mentioned, uh, the biggest thing from us for the takeaways, if you're here in the Southern Arizona area, uh, we encourage you to get on that train 
buy some season tickets for some young people and nonprofits from the nonprofits here in the, the Southern Arizona area. Send them to football games. I mean, we all went to them as a kid. It's just so much fun and experiences that I certainly remember. And that was a long time ago for me. So if you are able, jump on that train. Uh, Arizona Athletics, uh, their website, you'll be able to find it very easily. Uh, If not, we'll have some stuff on our social media as well that you can track it. Um, But a very cool thing we were really proud to take part of. Oh yeah, it was, and it makes sense for us. You know, that's it's really what we're all about: football in the community, and and definitely a no-brainer for us to jump on board right away. Yeah, I mean, it's just cool stuff. I mean, it's one of the things that makes me love my job is I get to work in a, in an athletic space, but also do something that benefits my hometown and the community that we live in every day. So, cool stuff Arizona Athletics is doing. Thanks, Erica Barnes, for your time on that one today. Um, it was fun. You know, I, I wanted I forgot to mention this during the our conversation with her, but it took me a while. Yeah. I, I used to work at the U of A and worked with Erica and Dave Hickey. And when I came here, we just signed on with, with Barstool. So Kim would mention that she had to talk to Dave and Erica. And every time she mentioned that, I was like, Oh, she must be talking to Dave Hickey and Erica Barnes. It was, it's, it's funny to go from two Dave from a Dave and Erica in my old world to a new Dave and Erica. Yeah, I mean, you got to separate Point Noir and and Ayers from Hiki and Barnes. That's that's, yeah. that's really that's funny. Like, Something you don't really. I mean, what are the odds of that? You go from Erica and Dave to Erica and Dave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's there's something about that combination. And Throwing Erica a wild and cat and a big cat, and you're you've got the whole crowd there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't know about Frank the Tank. I don't know if Tucson has one of those. <laughs> he's he's the one and the only. Um, Always exciting to have you listen on. We got some housekeeping to do. Exciting news for the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. We are on the move, literally uh, moving to some newer offices. Uh, Very excited about that. Not too far away from our current offices, a couple blocks down the road. We love working in downtown Tucson, and we will still be there. 100 South Church. Uh, You know, check our social media. We may have a little open house to welcome everybody to our new digs. very there's excited for that move. Sorry. There's there's a rumor that sometime down the line we might even have a podcast room in our new office. So there we're is. really taking up taking it up to the next level. Man, that, that, <laughs> that's one of those things you're like, I don't know if that's insanity or genius, but we'll find out. Um, <laughs> but yes, our new digs will have a podcast room. So we're gonna have to step up our game. So if you want to call in. You can't, but give us your ideas. Um, (laughs) DM us on all our socials. We'd be glad to talk about the stuff you want to talk about. Thank you so much for listening. It's always fun for us to do, and we're thrilled to have you as a partner at the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. This has been Squib Kicks. You are our guest. We are your co-host. We'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.